Namaste, everyone, and welcome to the Jai Bhakti Yoga podcast, where we share information on all things yoga, Ayurveda, and well-being lifestyle. I am excited to share these resources, insights, interviews, and so much more as we grow together on this wonderful journey of well-being. I am your host, Christina Andrini, founder of Jai Bhakti Yoga Foundation and JBYU School of Yoga and Ayurveda. I'd like to invite you to subscribe to our blog on Tumblr, as well as to follow us on Instagram and YouTube and Facebook and all the fun social media channels where we share some of the tips and insights and resources from our podcast and vice versa on here. Now let's go ahead and begin with today's episode. Pick us right up where we left off, and then we're just gonna go from there. And so, last couple of weeks, we've been talking about the conscious intention, generating abundance through conscious intention, aligning ourselves mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and now we're taking it into the physical aspect of the financial wealth and health. And how we do that is by really understanding the seasons of change, the ebb and flow of the waves of energy that we put into things. And last week when we had a little bit of interruption, we talked about where we plant seeds, the seasons of where we plant these seeds and how we facilitate the cultivation of them. And then also doing an audit of our lives, which is a really powerful, powerful point that you mentioned as well. And so I'd love for you to jump right in and start talking about that relationship with money and also overcoming that fear, uncertainty, and doubt. Okay. So when you're talking about the audit, right, something that's been ringing for me all week going into this new year is just making sure when we look within ourselves, where are we? Are we putting our energy and our values in things that can't lose value? So are you putting them into timeless value? Because last week was talking about, you know, the ebb and flow of acquiring abundance, realizing abundance, and actualizing abundance. So when you're going through this pendulum, it's so important that you're the the, the median in this ebb and flow because you're going to have old habits and conditions fighting with new habits and conditions while in the midst of learning, growing, and expanding through lessons that allow you to facilitate that transition. So in that process, it's so key to take time to just really release and let go. And that's definitely going to be part of the meditation in it is giving yourself the space and room to actually audit. When everything's compressed on yourself and you have values, external values pushed on you and you're trying to project the value into the world, that's a lot of compression. That's a lot of mixing it up melodies. You don't even know what your song is. You don't know what your values are. You know, you don't, it's so hard for you to take a real scale of where you're at. So you don't know what you're contributing to that's actually progressive or regressive or static. Because you know, even stagnant waters, you know, at times you can't. Stillness moves itself. Stillness has a flow to it itself, and that's something that we have to realize about peace. You know, peace is not I a move. <laughs> you know, so I love that you say that stillness moves itself because we find ourselves caught up sometimes in our head over, the, like sometimes like silence can be so loud, but yet at the same time, what are we observing within the silence? And 
with that, are we observing that we're also moving with that same intent behind the silence and the progressive and the regressive is like, how are we allowing these, these, these idiosyncrasies to impact us through the fear, uncertainty and doubt when we're taking such conscious action to allow the stillness to move within us. So like taking that time to be still. And see, I say stillness moves because even in silence, there's a light of awareness. So what's moving? Yeah. You know, even in your darkest moments, there's a light of awareness that sees the darkest moment. So there's obviously something superseding that, superseding that there's something there that you can really tap into and get your value or your reflection or just your presence from. And like I say, once you touch that, you start to realize like, once you touch it, you're like, oh, I gotta be still, I gotta be complete. And then you realize you're gonna take yourself further and further from it. Because like I say, sometimes it happens by accident. Sometimes it comes from gradual practice, but sometimes you just strike soulful gold, you know what I'm saying? And it can be sent, honestly, just from innocence. You know, the innocence of surrendering. You know, you're you hit it because you're just fully given into that moment. That's what it really is. So like I said, when we go into ourselves, you have to be willing to let things decompress, let go, open up so you can actually transparently evaluate what's there, where you're putting, what's taking from that. Because if something's seemingly taking from your source, then think about that. What is what is that exchange? Is it an equal exchange? Is it something that's draining you? Is it something that you feel like it's a synergistic happening? Somebody that's in your orbit, a circumstance, a situation that's in your orbit that facilitates something, or is it taking away from that? And as our path grows and that ebb and flow changes and our median of abundance and value grows and changes, those around us evolve as well. Oh my you know? God, yes. I love that snaps to you on that because that's such a point and it's innocent. Like you bring up that that concept of innocence, that effortless effort. And it is so important, like the people that you have around you, the company that you keep, bad company corrupts good character. So really understanding, as you always say, I love you say this, if it's not progressive, it's not part of my, you know, like I don't want it in my life. If you're not progressing me, then you're regressing me and why do I need to keep you with me? Why why are you you're holding me back from my highest good? Well in that instance I would honestly say because there's a two sides to that. There's two sides to that. If you're not progressive or you're not willing to progress because you help people, you help individuals. So that's a part of it that you can't see that's one thing that people fail to realize about patience and understanding with others. As you grow, you don't want to grow in judgment, you want to grow in discernment. Oh, I love that. You know, you can literally you can either fortify your abundance by doing that, or you can literally destroy it by doing that. You know, so it's, it's always good to not judge, you know, and just to take everything with understanding because we are all literally on the same path. It just, it may seem crazy. There's billions of people, but what's billions to eternity? What's billions to infinity number? So, like, you have to really take into account that we're walking. When they say walking each other home, we're really walking each other home because home is really deep within each of us so we don't realize it until sometimes we, we, we either get homesick we hear the call or somebody shows us that way so you know and like i said once you find that type of space the type of abundance that you do start to realize in life is completely different it's completely different because there's nothing lacking within you and that's what i'm talking about adding back to things that can't lose value yes you know if you, you know what i find so, also is like in this world that like more like the spiritual healer 
quote unquote world how the equal exchange is like the exchange of energy and that exchange of energy i can sense a lot of the time that a lot of people have a very hard time in this world of yoga and mindfulness and ayurveda and that that exchange of offering your music your art they have a hard time putting like a price on it of course but it's not necessarily a price that you're putting on it it's what is the value and how do you value your worth you know and when you're valuing what you're offering you are blessed by design to offer a very important gift that really is priceless and it will enable and empower others and so when you think about how you're consciously pricing things out for your own sake in your own businesses and in your own progressive lifestyle it's not necessarily finding happiness and joy and valuing the material it's about valuing the eternal and we talked about this a few weeks ago internal the external and the eternal and putting that value on what is going to be the eternal progress or the legacy that we leave behind whether it's through music i know you i know dilo make music that are really impactful to people and how does that impact the lives of that person that's going to go on generationally which in turn goes into eternally and when you start thinking about it like that that's when the abundance starts to flow through you within you and you can start to consciously place some sort of numeric value that will be an equal exchange because you still have to eat you're still a human being and so putting a price tag on something that is progressive in nature by design is not a bad thing it's actually a, the ebb and flow of what we're speaking about planting the seeds and nurturing them so they can grow that outer depends on the inner the inner depends on the outer and the people that we keep the environment that we keep is going to impact what we reap and what we offer of course is that kind of like in the it, alignment of where you're at it, 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 it is an alignment because i can tell you from personal experience i've been on both sides of that where it was hard for me to put a value on it because i did realize how timeless of a value that present So for me in the beginning of the path and most of us really will we do go through that you know and you know when you go through it cuz you, you discover something that's so timeless it's hard to describe uh, it's hard to quantify what it is that you're actually feeling so then you start to like okay so what is money what is value what 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 does this cost how much does my art cost because now my scale of worth is so different so then we start to almost shun the dimension while trying to embrace the dimension and I realize that these work hand in hand you can't separate the two and so like this is where we can learn we learn so much we can learn we learn so much from artists because we learn how to put a value on an expression that's time and that's something that we do cherish and we don't even realize it. it's not just the confidence that an artist uh, expresses or the freedom that they're expressing you know allowing themselves to be seen at the highest of whatever value they want to present to the world but it's just the fact that when you realize something in you is timeless and putting a value on it is not hard you know putting a value on it you realize that nothing no number on here that can quantify whatever really is truly precious and timeless on this earth you know and that's why you can't get gripped up by numbers or you can't get gripped up by external values that's pressed upon us and that's why we always need practices to take time to reset or reassess 
relief so that we can remember that you are whole, complete, and really divine by nature. There's nothing that you can do to separate yourself from that other than using the consciousness that allows you to be aware of that to separate yourself. And so once you realize that it is you that is separating yourself from that which you can't separate yourself, value comes naturally. And so know that, and then you start to reflect that in pieces, medium, parts, uh, uh, events, anything that you want. You you have a better sense of like, okay, I'm offering something that's timeless. So now I can I can reasonably put something on it and not feel pressed about it or feel bad about it. This is why you can look at a, a Jackson Pollock painting. Like, what, what's the value on it? That man put his soul on that canvas. It may look like spots to you, but for another soul that can translate that, they see the expression of whatever pain or joy or emotion is coming out of that person. And that's the same thing with any work of art. And we can learn so much from that because your rawest expression is usually where your, your, your most potential is because it's the value that your soul can present to this world. Everything here, there's, there's nothing new other than what the soul can offer this world. So do so, you know? So that's where your wealth is. That's where your riches are because even in the path of abundance, with that known, the path to receive material is so much easier and so much more patient and so much more understood and you take the lessons and you grow and you, you, you move with grace and you're blessed in doing so. Because you're not, like I say, you're not pressed. You're flowing by grace. You trust that something is moving in you, within you, around you, just like the wind is moving. You know, it moves leaves, trees, and everything more and goes to the grandest happening of a tornado. You know what I'm saying? Like, you need to trust that, which is capable of moving anything and everything around you because it's moving you and everybody around us. So, I say, as long as your value connects those realms and those mediums in that way and those avenues of exchange are really facilitating a timeless value, I don't care what pressure because you can't price it. As long as the integrity of that currency or current going through that exchange is right and potentiated for progress, healing, love, light, wisdom, it doesn't matter because <laughs> those things are timeless. So I have, in that regard, right on, baby. That's, that's, I, I can't, I can't even, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I love, I mean, we have one of our, our viewers says everyone is responsible for their own happiness. So learn to love yourself and embrace your spirit. And I think that's just so beautiful because it's in alignment with really pouring your soul into everything that you do. And that abundance is going to flow right through you. Abundance is something that you have already in you and, and that you're going to get more of. And having more of that is like more soul life, more light, more divinity that you're able to really, truly express yourself into. It's it's that which you pour yourself into that, you know, what you reap is what you sow. And when you pour that into your music, pour that into your art. As Dr. Dyer says, don't die with your music inside of you. You know, don't die with your music inside of you because that is what you're sharing that light with everyone that is that in is that timelessness that we talked about is that timelessness that we're sharing and that's where you start to see everything already aligning for you when it's you're going present. through this oh yes it's ever present so ever present. the thing about creation is it's almost i look at creation as a 360 globe that's expanded in all ways but surrounded by peace mm -hmm. you see what i'm saying so Anytime that you want peace, peace is there because even creation itself is within peace. So when you understand that, you tap into peace quite differently. And then, like I said, value is much more readily 
digestible and understood in a place of peace than a place of confusion, our lack, our fear, our uncertainty and doubt. How can you properly assess value when you're failing? How can you properly assess value or even offer value to the world when you're uncertain of the value that you have to offer? Are you self-doubt? Are you have that you doubt the very gift or values that you have within you to share with the world? And we all go through it. I know that. All go through it because as you're called to go further on this path, it requires you to go deeper. It requires you to literally go deeper and let go further. You know what I'm saying? Your roots have to really touch the center of this earth. Your mind, your spirit, your love can reach the furthest expanses of wherever the universe is in its expansion. You have that ability to say, I am that. I am within that. I'm going with that. That's a choice. That's that really that's a, yes, that's that's a really that's a, I am that, that I am. And that yes. changes everything, you know? So cultivation is different, you know what I'm saying? If you knew you was an abundant garden, right? And you just knew the harvest, right? And you knew that if you planted the right seeds and you just had the integrity to tend to your garden, it's going to flourish. You have that. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I want to read this quote because I'm going to quote you. You can't see me. SBG. You saw it. You saw it too, right? You Uh see it right there. Value is your perception of your worth, which is determined only by whom you give this power to. Snaps to you, my friend. Yes. Beautiful. Like I say, that value truly only comes from the divine source within you. So if that's not your grading scale, if that's not your scale for anything here, because it keeps you timeless. And when I say scale, it's not really a grading scale. It's literally just the key. It's the, the key that opens the door to the life's abundance. And you see it. You can't miss it. It's everywhere. It's in the way that the world moves. It's in the way that the world cultivates itself. It's in the way that love protects itself. It's in the way that we go through some of the most triumphant happenings. We go through trials and trials and we see so let the soul endure, persevere, and literally help us all evolve. Because one thing about this world in here is that when you choose to grow, not just for yourself, you grow for the whole. And when you grow for the whole, that's progression for all souls on this planet. Listening, whatever that means for you personally, whatever you think that is. You know what I'm saying? And that's how you extend your actions. That's the same thing with extending your abundance. If you have visions, goals, or you have uh, wants for certain, connect those to purposes and mediums and and, 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 and happens where it can benefit others. You know, really just become a segue and watch how certain things just start to flow through you. Yes. And to others because you're choosing to be a proponent for that. Yes, the vessel. You know, if you're not opposing the divine and you're proponent for the divine, what you think is going to flow through? You become a transit, you know, like really just a doorway to the divine. And that's the beautiful part. And I don't see what's, I think we all should strive to do that at some point, because I promise if you do that at one point, you can't deny what you come to know, because it really does. You start to simultaneously create and create with you. So you don't you don't see the difference just like you're writing notes you will start to write notes because you're really so let me tell you i can't stop writing i can't stop writing between you and you can't see me i love you guys like it is amazing the alignment (laughs) that we have today flowing talk about aligning and flowing abundance is truly flowing this morning yeah amazing and abundance is flowing because abundance is realized and once abundance is realized where can it go abundance has always been there it's just, are we opening our eyes to actually see it? Is it? You're alive. 
it's there. That's that's a lot of value. You feel me? People don't understand the amount of energy. Okay, you get a you receive an energy bill, right? It tells you how much an electric current coming through a wire. So how about an electric current that's literally taking that of Earth, putting it together for an expression that is you? Mm. That's yeah. a lot of work. That's a lot of value. That's a lot of that's a lot of magic right there that really assess into consideration and realize like, wow. That's I'm, I'm wow. That's a lot. That's of that thing. cultivation. That goes back to cultivation of creation. It is. It is. So that force, that source, that 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 timeless energy that keeps us connected and continues to create by will is what's sustaining us. So once you tap into that and learn it and understand it and start designating in certain ways, that's what happens. You know, like <laughs> like value, like he said, it's just perception. So you won't even realize you're on this path, you won't be able to realize your value is growing because you're just going to be changing. You're going to be evolving. You'll be more joyous. You'll be, and you won't even, the people are going to have, they're going to start telling me, y'all, I feel like, y'all, you're, right, you're like, ah, ah, yeah, yeah, I'm a little. Yes. That's, it's a, it's a thought because it's as simple as saying I'm whole. And when you really believe that you are whole, the kind of peace and abundance that you feel from no lack, no space for lack, because in that moment you say, I'm whole, I forgive myself, I'm whole, I trust myself, I'm whole, I'm healing, I'm whole, I'm strong, I'm whole, I'm capable, and I am potentiating. You know, there's no room for the the side story of confusion and anything that's trying to lie to the soul. Because as a soul, you're whole. There's nothing you can do about that. That's the, that's, that's the whole riddle of this entire thing is that you feel like you're not whole. You're fooling yourself. This body may not feel whole. It may feel impartial, but the soul lacks nothing. Because I told you, the soul is the value that can't be lost. It only can be added to because, like you said, it's perception. If the soul is, then the soul's worth is just astronomical, truly universal. Absolutely. Are you standing in your wholeness is what we have to ask ourselves sometimes. Are we truly standing in our wholeness? Because that's when you recognize your full abundance is when you are in your wholeness. That transforms your ventures, your relationships, your, your self, self-love within yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're not whole within yourself, there's so much going to be missing from your experience because even when you put yourself fully into the physical happening, if you're not whole within your soul, you're lacking something because you're not gifting something to the present that's gifting it to you. So you're not mutually gifting the present because you're holding a part of the present within your presence that you're not presenting to the world. Mm. So it's going to feel like something's missing. It's you to yourself into the very present that you have to offer here. And it's a change. It's an adjustment. You know, like you said, ebb and flow. Some days you're going to feel, yes. <laughs> Some days you're going to be like, ah. But if you're patient with yourself and you're understanding and you release the grips of control, everything you become aware of, you're going to be like, wow. Instead of trying to control what you become aware of, release the control. And know that you can move that without controlling it by going to the very root and source of that. And that's the problem that we don't really trust. We don't trust that because it sounds so far-fetched to the ego. But to the soul, it's like, wow, I haven't been doing this, man. I've been causing so much confusion for myself, so much inner conflict, so much lag. There's so many relationships and things we wouldn't endure. But that just shows you you have to go through those because those are scrubbing that ego all. 
home is like literally like you're you're, you're basically you can either drag your ego through this or your soul can gently guide your ego through this and literally at each checkpoint at each lesson at each stop you come to realize and you, you you're polishing this there's nothing wrong with the perception of a present you, you're you're a, you're a human you're a soul but this is an alternate you know, so it's not a problem, but it's about the buffering and polishing. When the ego becomes a dominant force in your representation in this world, then you become more time. Your value becomes more condensed, it's more structures, more control. When you do that, that's boundlessness. And that's what it says, it's like threading the eye of needle, because the only way to touch that is to go through you. You can't, nobody can do it for you. I can, I can speak to you eye to eye, look you, straight through so like look we gonna make it there right and if you're not ready to go there guess what you can't go there that's the that's the amazing thing about meditation i love that is that when we sit in these spaces we don't realize how many dimensions are taking root in that space in a circle of meditation you don't know where all of us as beings are literally taking our minds so there's you assume that we're in the same space. And I learned that from leading meditation is that we are not going to the same space. You're talking about a vast universe. We may go to a similar dimension or realm of, of expression or happening, but those places are timeless, endless, and it's beautiful that we just get to free ourselves and do so, you know? And so what happens when we do that to our value? When we just, you know what? I'm whole, I, I trust in the value of myself, I'm going to apply it. You're surprised at what you can actually achieve in a very short period of time it's just it's just odd at how much we really impact like we literally impede on the divine doing things that are absolutely profound and odd and truthfully it's just like why you know because there's so much to invest in and there's so much to receive that's that's the truth and i'm living that testament in my own life and we live it daily so it's like there's so much to receive because it keeps giving like that's the thing about it. It's like I, we've been aware for a couple of years now, and it just doesn't stop. And it gets more intricate. It gets more beautiful. It gets more. Yes. It's an artistic gallery because now the divine has become become your favorite artist. So you're just seeing these masterpieces and the intricate serendipities that happen in your life. And you're just like, this is absolutely crazy. And then you forget about the regular blessings that are not regular blessings, and they come at the same time. Like, like what? Like, well, it's like, you know, when you plant a seed, you plant a seed and the seed contains everything that that tree or flower is going to become. You plant the seed into the soil of your soul, a quote from Italy Stovall, and you just start to nurture it. It's not going to grow overnight. It's going to take time, patience, perseverance nurturing, exposing into light, exposing into all of the circumstances of the daily routine, of everything that goes into the abundance of what, what, what is to flourish. But we don't know what's going to emerge from this seed. We just know that we're excited to see the bud coming out of the, out of the earth. And then all of a sudden, it starts to grow. And before you know it, it's either a hibiscus tree or it's a cedar tree or it's an oak tree or it's a whatever tree and it grows and it grows into its own nourishment and it's touched by all of the love that you poured into that you know if you if you neglect the seed it will not grow if you neglect the seed it will not grow if you don't nurture the plant it will not flourish 
when you give yourself to that consciously giving attention to where it is then it will start to grow that is the embodiment of allowing yourself to be in alignment with what you are planting so that when comes the season of the harvest you harvest the great reward and that's nice and it's funny that you said it because while you were saying it, it just resonated with me and said how many of us get to the, the, the blossoming of the tree and we we assume that that's the finishing of the cycle but it's the bearing of the fruit when you give to others and when you can feed the population when you can feed your surroundings you're so fruitful within yourself so strong rooted your your, your your trunk is full you know you're healthy and now you're bearing fruit to actually feed those around you from yourself you're healthy you see what i'm saying that's the difference you know like well that abundance that's generated that tree provides shade it provides a support how here in new orleans we are all obsessed with the wind chime tree god forbid something happens <laughs> that wind chime tree you know what i'm saying like that tree creates solace for our community that tree bears a fruit for us it provides community it provides a sanctuary this is the space where we look at all of it you look at a beautiful flower it's blossomed and the sap has blossomed into what you can now appreciate you cannot put a value on that abundance. That's a lot So that's why you can't be, numbers are numbers, you know, money is money, and things like that. Once you really understand it, then you put it in the proper, the proper space, you have a proper relationship with it. And like I said, it's just, if you're not aware of that, then it's hard to even, first of all, diagnose that you have an unhealthy relationship with not only just money, but your, your own, evaluation of abundance and what that really means to you and what that it means to just in general life, you know? And if you don't know that, it's just so hard to not even realize the scale is off in your life or that you're not even really believing what this life really, really wants to offer you. Because look at what happens on earth. There's so many various happenings. And the fact that there's timelines where you're being blessed and then there's timelines where you're being Taught, and then there's a timeline where you're doing it simultaneously. You can't tell the difference because you realize you are enrolled in this university. Okay. When you know that university. you are exactly, so you know, like you just have to take your time being timeless. <laughs> yeah. That's like the, the most important part of meditation is like nurturing these seeds of our soul and giving it that fruitfulness to bear <clears throat> for others to enjoy and also for ourselves to enjoy this is the reason why we sit in the stillness so that we can get out of our own way so that we can allow the divine to lead the path who are we to determine in the physical form who are we to determine what is when what is is already present for us beyond all measure that our destiny is already created for us that there is no deterring ourselves from it because whether we get there tomorrow or whether we get there in two three years from now the path that we choose to take comes back down to the choices that we make to provide the nourishment for the seeds of our soul and if we're holding back from our highest good because we're putting up blocks because we got a job which is known as a just over broke then how are we able to make it any better when we can allow ourselves to fully invite what is truly the culturing of our creative beingness of our wholeness when we allow ourselves to sit in the presence of the divine source and allow that to be the lead and see that's the best thing about meditation and peace is the more peace and like i say surrender think about how much deeper these seeds get to go that's yes. true 
that that is the planting of the seed. Meditation is the planting of the seed, and then yoga is almost like you're learning how to till that soil and move. And so you're taking something that's abstract timeless, and you're learning how to acclimate it into movement, into reality, and eventually it has to leave the mat, and then you're walking in the aura of your soul. You're walking in the of life. You're no longer separate as this 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 big island in the middle of your wholeness you're literally one with your wholeness now you don't no longer feel you're a wave but you no longer feel separate from the entirety of the ocean you feel like you're moving with the entirety of the ocean behind you within you and before you that's a different absolutely dr nader says that also you need the entire ocean to create the waves (laughs) you don't have a part of the ocean making one little wave you have the whole ocean making a whole entire surface of waves. What lies beneath the surface is that consciousness, is that beingness. It's when we apply our yoga practice, yoga is the moving meditation of the stillness that resides within when we reach samadhi, when we reach shavasana, when we reach the end, it's that we're sitting in that purity, that oneness, that wholeness, that we are in that yoga bliss. Bliss is the connection to the highest source. It's the higher states of consciousness. Who are we to allow ourselves to not give ourselves permission to be there? Why are we putting up those blockages when abundance is always there for you? Always. It's literally a person. Just let go and just realize. Like, I think we don't realize how much that realization has steered us to actually make it to this point in, in just human history. It's, somebody has to reassess that value. We've been through oppression. We've been through all kind of wars and famines, but somebody, if one soul on this earth has that vision, that means that it's capable of taking a whole nother realm of itself. And we see it time and time again, you know, but we're coming into such a beautiful realm where there's so many souls that are literally cultivating the seed that was planted that is starting to create a completely different change and shift and clarity apart that we, we haven't witnessed in, witnessed in a while, you know, because it, it used to be like one every so often. The cultivation process is literally taking place and the harvest is on its way. It's happening. And if you're aware, you're aware because if you're doing the work within yourself, it's almost like you're tending to a garden that the rest of the world is about to tend to. It's almost, if you live in the present, you got to remember most of the world is not living in the immediate present. So you're energetically realizing and witnessing shifts. It's almost like intuition. Intuition is on you seeing the pain. Paint. It's, you, you're seeing it. You're seeing it as a habit. It's almost catching the creative idea before it touches the canvas. And that's the same thing in my life. You know? Ooh, you hit a point there. When you create the creative idea before it touches the canvas, it's just like being in the pure, pure unified field of consciousness. And before it even reaches the surface, it's already been there. Exactly. It's already been there. Exactly. Before it even reached the surface. That's why we meditate. And everybody who's watching us that has been seeing Ilya and I before already know where we're going because we're going to meditate. <laughs> <laughs> essential, you know, make sure that we really let this root, you know, and let it, like I said, flourish, you know, be patient. So I guess, yeah, want to just, I guess we can lead right on into it. We are going to lead right into that, you know, we reap what we sow and maintain the integrity of the positivity because when you start to block it with all the negative chitty chatter, chitty chatter, chitty gritties, that's going to create the disruption that takes you away from the conscious intention. And that conscious intention is what generates abundance. You know, that's that's amazing. I'm so happy you said that because you do reap what you sow. Yeah. But if you don't know what you're sowing, how, how do you really know what you're going to reap? 
and now you have to tune in so you can tap in so you can figure out what you're going to be going. I love it. Let's go ahead and meditate, brother. Lead the way. Take a couple of cleansing breaths. Be comfortable, get comfortable. Sit in a chair, move around, loosen up a little bit. Whatever stiffness, tightness, free yourself up. You'd be surprised at how much energy just stays stagnant and manifest. I'll take a couple of cleansing breaths. Inhale. Take it up around. Exhale. Down to the root. Inhale. Up to the crown. Exhale. Down to the root. Inhale one more time. Hold at the top. Hold. Be tight. Just release. Let go. Let run down into the soles of your feet. Inhale. Hold it. Now find a nice breathing rhythm for yourself. This moment we just release, letting go, realizing what we don't have to keep our hands tied on. We don't have to grip. We don't have to control life and allow life to flow. In this space, I want you to take a deep breath in. Out. Out. Let that energy run through your feet down to the center of the earth. Inhale. That's another early up to the crown. Exhale. Inhale. Hold at the top and instead of releasing to the root, release to the expanse of the universe. Pause you can allow. Release, 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 release. Let go. Let go. The breath is weak. Inhale. Let's build up a timeless rhythm. Inhale. I am whole. Exhale, I'm free. Nature as a soul, 
to be timeless. In this place, you can really assess what it is that you truly want out of it. Like, because the canvas is blank in this space. All that you were is not who you have to be. Thank you all so much for participating in today's wonderful podcast. As always, it's such a joy and an honor to share in the space with all of you and hold the space together as a collective. I invite you to support my life's work on Teachable. For those of you that would like continuing education units, Teachable will be the go-to for your membership. I'm looking forward to growing together and meeting you all. Please be sure to follow me on Instagram and introduce yourself. I would love to follow you back. 
and subscribe to our YouTube channel for free classes that are posted weekly. Looking forward to our next chat together and I'll see you online, in person, in an immersion or on this podcast. See you soon. From my heart to yours, much love and namaste.